Hello and welcome to the Sounder Podcast, the podcast dedicated to the Wild Hogs. I'm your host, Charlie Lobner. As always, thank you all so much for tuning in. I uh, hope you're having a great week out there. We've been having an outstanding week. We just spent our first weekend at the Texas Trophy Hunters uh, Expo in Houston. Had a really great turnout there. Got to talk with a lot of people, talk to them about the True Hog Hunters Tournament, True Conservation, and what we're doing and just had a, a really great response to that, and we can't wait. We're going to go to Fort Worth this weekend. We will be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then the weekend after that, we will be in San Antonio. So it's really great. It kind of gets the blood flowing because you get to be in the middle of all of it and see everything that's, you know, hunting. And and being that deer season is, is right around the corner, it's just uh, it, it's just fun. It's very fun, and, and if you weren't – if you haven't been to these shows, I highly recommend going to them. There's a lot of great product. There's a lot of things that you're going to see. You know, get away from, you know, most of the mainstream stuff that's always being shoved down your throat uh, every time you get on Facebook, every time you get online, or or just stuff you see in the magazines. This is a great way to, to see, like, the small family-owned companies that are out there doing it every day and busting their butt and really making a, a lot better product. So if you haven't been to one, highly recommend it. It's a great time. Take the kids. There's plenty of stuff to look at. I mean, everything from taxidermy to trucks to they got a little catfish pool where the kids can go catch a catfish and get a trophy for it. I mean, it, it's just a good time. So we'll we'll be there. I don't know off the top of my head exactly what our booth number will be in Fort Worth, but I will be announcing that on our Facebook page as soon as I have that info. So looking forward to seeing you there. If you're willing to make the trip all the way to Fort Worth, or if you're listening to this and you're close to Fort Worth, come check us out. But like I said, the weekend after that, we will be in our backyard. We will be in, in San Antonio. So just a, a really fun, fun weekend. It's great to talk to people, great to hear from them. Uh, but what I'm most excited about today is that I get to, for the first time in a very long time, announce our tournament leaderboard for the True Hog Hunters Tournament and trueconservation.org. If you have not gotten signed up, again, that's trueconservation.org. Check us out. Um, get signed up in this tournament. Submit hogs. Remember, your entry fee into the tournament immediately gives you a chance at winning the prize for the month. This month's prize uh, is going to be the Bagheera B14 with the threaded 18-inch barrel. This is a great truck gun, very short, very light, compact gun, bolt action, uh, chambered in 6.5 Creedmoor. You could throw a suppressor on this and it not be, you know, a mile long, very easy to carry. Uh, you want to put a night vision or a thermal, you can do that. You want to run just a 3x9, you can do that as well. There's so much you can do with this rifle, and uh, that's really why we picked it as a prize. It's something that I think everybody in our tournament would enjoy and get a lot of use out of. But I also want to give a, a really huge shout-out to uh, our new friends over at Grapevine Max. Got to talk in with them at the Houston show. They had um, – I was walking past a booth, and there was a, a couple fellows in front of me, and one of the members of Grapevine Max was uh, you know, just asking if they would give a little bit of time to talk about their product and they kind of blew them off. So, um, I was just walking around stretching my legs, you know, decided, you know what, I'll, I'll give them a few minutes. I turned around, talked to them, very nice people and they make a really great product. Um, they make handmade feeders, uh, barrel feeders, uh, the great thing about them and they're doing it very smart. These guys are based out of Nacogdoches. So they are Texas family owned and operated, 
um, Christian based as well. They have that on their bag. They got a really nice Bible verse on their bags and stuff that they sell. You can check their website out as well. Grapevinemax.com. But they have a really great affordable feeder. Um, and that was their thing. They're building great quality feeders at a very good budget compared to, you know, a lot of your other feeders that are costing, you know, six, 700, sometimes, you know, depending on what you get, $1,200, for a feeder that's just not feasible for for the small time hunter like myself i do everything on a budget and uh i think you're gonna be really happy with this product check them out but what they what they did where they got their start what's really cool about this is uh they were telling me that they were buying or they were they were acquiring leftover grapes from a i guess a, a winery they were smashing grapes and they were using those in their flower beds uh, as mulch well they realized that after doing this the deer were coming in and just killing their flower beds so you know a little light bulb goes off and they ended up taking these these uh leftover grapes dehydrating them making them into a deer attractant something that you could buy i think it's like 10 to 11 bucks something like that range for a four pound bag more than enough this is great you could mix it in your feeder it's a it's a don't it's a four ingredient bag so um don't I know for sure one of them is grapes. Uh, I'm not quite sure on the rest of them. I'd have to read that for you, but definitely a grape-based product. Um, got a really good scent to it and really good attractant. You can mix this in your feeder, like I said, or you could use it as a kill pile. I'm testing it out right now. Um, I threw a little kill pile in front of my game camera. Hopefully going to get some response to that. It's been very slow activity on the farm. Uh, right now, we do have a few does and uh, some smaller bucks. And like I said, the javelina is coming in. But we do have, and I was worried about this, um, it is harvest season. A lot of the fields being cut. And I was talking about the big field across the road from us, that big cornfield that's been sitting out there. Um, they finally got it harvested. Looked like they had a really good harvest and uh, less than a week after that corn has been out of that field, we have pig activity down by the pond. I don't know what it is about that pond. They found something they liked, and they just kind of rooted all the way around it. Um, there was like some dried moss where the, the, the pond levels dropped some, and it's like they just kind of went in there and tore that all up. So I don't know if it was some kind of like nut grass or something, some kind of seed that was up underneath there. Or they Maybe they were just going out for bugs. They didn't really go deep enough i would think for like if they were going for worms or something like that but they definitely tore it up a little bit so um i'll be checking the game cameras probably next monday and seeing if there's any more activity i went down and uh, changed the batteries out put new sd cards in them so they're hot and ready to go shouldn't have any problems with them we are pretty much ready all i gotta do at my spot is you know maybe prep my food plot, which I try to do every year, and uh, run some burlap around my tree stand. But other than that, we are good. Uh, back to hunting on a budget. I did something different than I did last year. You know, last year getting into the game of bow hunting, you know, I, I bought my my budget bow. I bought a, a blackout compound bow from Cabela's, and I want to say I spent like $250 on that. But I did spend a little money on my arrows and my broadheads. And, uh, you know, over time, I think I accumulated between the broadheads and the, those arrows probably another 
another 150 to 200 dollars worth of of equipment on that now most of that was bought with that gift card that was given to me so not a really big deal but still i i really thought it was kind of you know it threw me it threw me for a loop you know to spend that kind of money on what eventually was just a, a handful of arrows and like three packets of broadheads i i was stunned and on top of that i wasn't buying mechanical broadheads i bought uh, just the muzzy, you know, three blade, you know, fixed broadheads, nothing special. And, you know, now those are like $40 a pack. And I just wanted to find something that was a little bit more affordable. Um, I may have shot myself in the foot going this route, but I'm going to give it a shot. I, I went and I did something that I know a lot of you going to frown upon because I didn't buy American and I didn't buy even from like a, a, a texas-based retailer i i went on amazon and i saved some money and i bought some chinese brand arrows and broadheads and i'm a little ashamed of it myself but at the same time i'm going to give them a go they got really good reviews i was able to buy 12 arrows and 12 broadheads um together and these broadheads are very similar almost like identical to the muzzy uh, broadheads I was using last year. It's a, the same design uh, to the T, just like a different color. Um, the arrows got really good reviews, and uh, I was able to order them to length uh, and spline like I've been shooting for the past year, and it cost me altogether $60, and that's shipping included. So, um, yeah, I saved a fortune, and that's the only reason I went this route, because I am a budget hunter. Uh, I don't I don't have high dollar stuff. I try to stay away from that. I think most of it is a gimmick. You know, that's why I was so happy to hear that what the guys at Grapevine are doing with their feeders, building to a budget. You know, they have, and they're not like skimping out on parts. They have a, I'm telling you, a really good, uh, they have really good feeders. Everything is welded. They're not screwing stuff into the side of them. That's when you start seeing your feeders rot out. Uh, just a, a really good quality feeder. You know, and I hope I could say the same thing about these arrows and broadheads, but we're gonna we're gonna see. We're gonna cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, <laughs> they they might be absolute junk, but I think what I'm gonna do um, right off the bat is, you know, put my my little target broadheads on there and just shoot all twelve and make sure there's no faults in them. Um, if I have two or three that are just like super wobbly or you know going all over the place, then I'll scrap those, and I'm still way ahead of the game i would still have you know nine or ten arrows that i can use uh, for hunting as well so just the one drawback on that you know compared to like going to your local gun uh, your local bow uh, shop or you know your cabela's your bass pro is you know you could walk in there tell them the length or get measured for your length of broadhead or, or arrow i should say and get everything cut and glued right then and there and take it home because I order these online, God knows where they're coming from. Like I said, they're probably coming out of China. It's going to take till like two to three weeks before they get here. So I didn't know that upon ordering them. That was a, I was a little setback for me because I was hoping to get them, you know, as soon as possible and be able to, to get to practicing because we're coming up on season. But um, it's anyway, it's still, it'll still get here. So give me plenty of time. I do have some leftover arrows. I could at least get into the motion of things and start shooting those. So 
It will see. I'm I'm getting to the point where going to these shows, you know, the Texas Trophy Hunters Expo is jacking with my head. I am itching bad, but um, one thing at a time before deer season, you know, I, I, I would like to hopefully put a, a pig down, build my confidence. That was a great thing for me last year. I, I was able to shoot that big boar before I even took a shot at a, at a deer, and it really helped me out. So I'd like for that to, to happen. Um, I need to get out and shoot some coyotes. I got coyotes on my game cams coming through the creek, and I do have does and fawns hanging around, so that is not good. I, I had my stepdad said that he was sitting on the back porch the other day, watched a doe and a fawn come running out of the brush about 300 yards off the, uh, you know, from the, from the yard on that fence line towards the creek. And uh, right behind them was that coyote, and, and if that if he hadn't been standing, that coyote probably would have got that fawn, but the coyote saw my stepdad and, and turned around and ran back in the brush. So he wasn't able to get a gun and take a shot on it. It happened so fast. But that's just kind of showing you what's going on. This is early afternoon. Um, those coyotes are hungry, and they're going to they're gonna be chasing some fawns. So hopefully that's not a big issue where I'm at, um, but it definitely is a problem that, you know, we need to go out there and shoot these things every chance we get. So part of what I need to do is get out in, in out the stand, get out in the blind, you know, maybe do some calling and see if I can put a couple of them down. That would really make me feel a little bit better. And then on top of that, with the pigs coming in off that, that cut corn, that harvested corn, I need to get out there and start shooting them before season starts as well. So I've got a lot to do. And as I'm talking about that, the dove have been flying phenomenal so far at least here in Carnes County we are the northern part of south zone so we sometimes really get screwed out of our season um and I've seen it happen like this before where it's like clouds of doves I mean just you know the skies are almost black you got dove coming in you know where I sit if I'm sitting like if I go to my, my mom's house and we're hanging out in the pool with the kids I could sit there in the pool and just watch these uh, clouds of doves come over the river bottom, and that's what I'm seeing. I'm just afraid that it's a little too soon, and by the time season does start, that's all going to slow down. Hopefully I'm wrong, but I've seen it happen before where we got really pumped up for season and we're just left staring at the sky. So hopefully that's not the case this year. Um, last year I went out like twice and only had one successful hunt, and we didn't limit out. I think we got a one-man limit. Uh, between two guys so that's uh not the best day but I mean it's better than nothing so gonna try to shoot some dove this year um I have been seeing more white wing which makes the special white wing seasons those first two weekends of September um a little exciting to look forward to so hopefully hopefully they keep flying the way they are um we don't get some crazy early front or worst case scenario a hurricane um, will we'll throw everything off too. But it's looking good, looking very promising. Um, water transfer that's been on the property is supposed to be getting out. You know, they've had their pumps and all that down the river. Um, they are done with the pumps. They yanked the pumps out. Hoses are still there. They should be rolling those up, getting them out of the way. With them gone, I got a feeling, you know, that's just less pressure down there on that river bottom. I think we're going to have a lot more deer uh moving in and i'm very excited about that so i've seen my neighbors post some pictures of some very familiar faces um you know the deer that they've been feeding 
and they're running a very good management program on the neighboring property and it shows these deer making a huge jump they're looking really good and i'm really curious to see the new faces this year too you know what's going to be popping up out of the blue but it's going to be a great year i got a feeling i know it's been just crazy hot and i'll hopefully that's uh you know falls right around the corner and we'll be done and be able to open the windows up in the house and turn your acs off since they've been running all summer and just really enjoy some cooler weather but that's not in sight anytime soon um it has been miserable there's a theory to that and i'm gonna just absolutely murder the name because i'm gonna remember off the top of my head there's a rumor there's a uh, a theory on why it has been so hot this year and and this is completely off topic of hunting but i'm gonna go ahead and talk about it because it's like a once in a lifetime occurrence if if not you know you know once every i don't know thousand years it's it's probably i'll put it this way it is the worst uh occurrence uh, like of its kind so there have been occurrences like this before, but this one has been the worst that's ever been recorded. So back in, I think, January or February, there was a, a volcano out in the middle of the ocean erupted, and it, and it was quite the eruption. It's funny that you, I don't even remember hearing about this, but this massive volcano went off, and apparently it was such a powerful eruption that it shot a bunch of moisture uh, up out of the atmosphere, and... So now there's all this, like, water floating around in space. And so what's happening, you got all this moisture floating around. It, it takes a long time for that to burn off. Um, so what, what it's doing is it's actually uh, magnifying the sun, which is, at, like, bringing our average temperature on Earth, you know, three to six degrees higher than, than normal. So that explains why we've had, like, these long, you know, streaks of 100 plus i'm talking like 103 to 109 degree weather uh down here in texas and you know it's something that will go away this isn't like gonna be i don't think a long-term event it's just gonna be something we deal with this year maybe next year i don't know but it has not been fun it has been miserably hot and that's gonna have an effect on how i think we hunt this year um have not i know with the leaderboard, it looks like guys are out there hunting pigs. So far, I think everybody has success only at night. I don't think there's been a single single day kill. And, and speaking of that, you know, I meant to, to talk about this earlier, uh, and then I went down a rabbit hole on everything else. But the leaderboard is back up. The tournament is back up. True Hog Hunters is running really great. We got, you know, huge shout-out to Deep Fork and all the guys. Nick uh, has been a huge help. Um, with with the, with this website, couldn't do it without them. Uh, to give you an idea, I mean, we've gone through two different like IT companies getting you know these web developers on it, and have not had the best success in the past, and spent a, a fortune, a small fortune, getting this thing going. Um, and we finally got in touch with the right crew, the right guys. They've been very excited. They've been very helpful, and because of that. I, they've made a really great website and it's running great um it looks great i think you're gonna like it if you have not signed up for the true hawk hunters tournament you could do so at true-conservation.org seven dollar annual uh membership fee 
and then $20 for the tournament. And that entry fee, that tournament fee, uh, immediately gets you that chance at winning that rifle. So don't forget that. But right now, <clears throat> very excited to announce our first uh, time in a long time, our August tournament leaderboard. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, right now in first place, we have our old friend Clayton Reynolds with Punisher Hunting at 29 hogs so far. He's been just killing it. Like I said, it's harvest season. This is like his hot time of year to go out and kill pigs. He's at 29 for the month. Uh, second place, Jarek Hochek with a total of four. And in third place, um, Squeal Team 6, Braden Brown with a total of one. So really great that these guys, you know, they've all competed in the past and they're all back. Um, very patient with us. Wish them the best of luck. Um Remember, if you are signed up and you have not even submitted a hog, you still have a chance at winning this gun. Um, on top of that, you know, like I said, the huge shout-out to our friends at Grapevine Max. They donated a silver stag handcrafted knife, um, very beautiful knife. Um, this is probably about a $150 knife retail, um, just a really sharp, really good. I mean, it's got the uh, the antler uh little handle on it, leather sheath, custom sheath that goes with it. Great knife for all you out there. Remember, in the tournament, you have to cut those pig ears. This is a great knife to do so. Um, you do not get your hog submission approved if you're not cutting ears. And remember, you only have two minutes to do it, so a sharp knife is very important. So huge shout-out to Great Vine Max for donating that knife. Excited to see those guys. They are also going to be at the uh, Fort Worth and the San Antonio shows. So come on out, check us out, check them out. We'll be around. I'll uh, be happy to talk to you if you have any questions regarding the tournament. But it's really simple to use, and uh, it's running a lot cleaner. You know, our big problem back when we first got this thing going was it the website was just slow. Um, those of you who have been doing this for a while, know exactly what I'm talking about. If you went out and killed 10 plus hogs in a night, it was going to take you like forever the next day to be able to get all those pigs uploaded and being on that 24 hour crunch, that timeline that you had to meet to get, you know, your submission approved wasn't always easy. So now that this website just all cleaned up and running a lot better, it's, it's just a whole lot faster. Um, you know, talking to Punisher hunting about, about it, you know, he probably submits more hogs to anybody, and he hasn't had any issues with it. He's been very happy, so we're happy. That's what we want. We want everybody in the tournament to be happy with it. Um, want it to be a very clean-running program, and we want to give everybody a chance at winning some prizes. That's what we're doing here. We're trying to insinuate hog hunters to go out, put a little bit more effort into it. Remember, you could trap. You could hunt them with thermal, night vision, run dogs, any way that you have a success, your land, your time, all this, all these submissions are done with your cell phone pretty much or any kind of cellular device. There's no weigh-ins. There's no measurements, nothing like that. It is you hunt the hog, you eradicate the hog, you take a picture of that hog, you cut the ear, and then you take another picture and you submit those, and then you will get credit. Every extra hog adds your chances to winning prizes, get you an extra name in the hat, extra ticket in the hat. We will, at the end of the month, add all those tickets together, put them in the, in the, in the barrel, roll it, and pull the names out and announce our winners. Uh, check us out on Facebook, True Hog Hunters. Uh, we were 
doing a lot better job now of, of daily updates, announcing leaderboards, announcing what we're doing, uh, just everything hog hunting. Feel free to to post anything you'd like, you know, that has to do with hog hunting. If you're in the tournament, you want to post pictures of your pigs, tag us in it. We're always happy to see those. I see them all the time because I'm the one that's actually going in and improving hogs. And uh, I got to say, there's been some tanks that have been taken out this year. Just absolute tanks so far. Since we've gotten started here in August, you know, Punisher Hunting, all these guys, Jarek, Braden, have killed some really big, big hogs and really big fat sows. So these hogs, they're not suffering, not even in this heat. They've been out there. It's been a great harvest this year with corn and milo and all that. They're going out there and just all-you-can-eat buffets. It shows big, fat hogs and uh, get out there and hunt them. You know, they're, they're hurting farmers. They're hurting ranchers, landowners. These aren't the kind of animals that win you. Very invasive species, overpopulating like crazy. They're a direct competitor with every other native species out there, including plant life, including freshwater sources. They, they just destroy everything. So that's why we started uh, true conservation. We are a 501c3, a nonprofit. Your donations are tax free. Your submissions are tax free. And we are giving back to you, the hog hunter, you, the landowner, the farmer, the rancher, trying to help you out. Um, we all come from farmers and ranchers. We all have our own our own properties, and we see the devastation that hogs can create. And that's not just a Texas problem. That is a problem throughout the United States, and there are more and more reports and the numbers, the, the money that these, these things cost just keeps climbing and climbing every year. And it's costing you, the taxpayer, because this is something that the U.S. government sees as a major problem, and they are trying to dump money into it to try and, and, and bring these numbers down. But, guys, that's going to about do it for me today. Uh, remember, we are going to be in Fort Worth this weekend at the Texas Trophy Hunters Expo and in San Antonio the weekend after that. We're hopefully... Looking forward to seeing you there. Looking forward to seeing you sign up. And looking forward to seeing you eradicate some pigs. Remember, true-conservation.org. True hog hunters. Get signed up today. Earn your chance at winning some great prizes. This month's prize, again, the Bagheera B14. That's the 18-inch threaded barrel. You're going to really like it. And then thanks to our friends over at Grapevine Max for be giving away that silver stag handcrafted knife. These are all giveaway, guys. The more hogs you submit, the better your chances at winning. Y'all have a good weekend. I'm out of here. Till next time.